Welcome back to the Blindsiders. I am Ben. I'm joined here by Dylan and Brian, and we are here to break down episode number four of Survivor 43. Are you guys are you guys flexing because it's uh it's like guys fall 2022 because yeah. uh, they only vote out women on this season apparently. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Finally, yeah. finally, the finally the men get to mm -hmm. have their turn. Yeah, finally on Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Jeff is like, this season's going great. I love it. <laughs> Although I mean, I like. Uh, unfortunately, the person tonight did it to themselves. But yeah, guys, let's go. We have what? Uh, we have uh, two subsequent uh, female winners for the first time, and like nine years in survivor and uh and the players are like all right that's yeah. enough fucking Abs shut this off absolutely not no canadians <laughs> no women yeah this is it all time that we uh, have our time it's mm -hmm. nice yeah. yeah yeah oh my goodness um yeah it, it also very hilarious you know the now we're getting into this like uh all three tribes i think started with the uh, the whispers of uh, women's alliances and uh, mm. all three of those did not last so <laughs> it is what it is you know yeah I'm, I'm not where I'm, I'm not sure where certain alliances are even are, are at on most tribes anyway mm. um on the all women's yeah I, I think the only I will get it, I think the only one that I'm a little confused about is uh is uh Bessie, but otherwise i think that i think i'm probably we have a pretty good i at least think feel like i have a pretty good feel of what's going on uh but yeah i guess we could start out um there wasn't like a ton before the reward challenge i don't know if you guys have anything you wanted to cover in that little segment it's mostly just like kind of uh people <laughs> i guess an interesting cody <laughs> line confessional where he uh he talks about the the three most important things to him are his uh, his girlfriend and then pizza and beer Mm -hmm. Which, uh, that's uh, on par for what we've gotten so far from Cody. Tough, tough yeah. to argue that. Yeah, it's pre pretty good. Pretty good three right there. Uh, mm -hmm. He's he's just uh, very fun as a character. I enjoy him. I, I really enjoyed on uh, Baca, I believe is the name of the Yellow Tribe. Uh, they're, they're just done with Gabler, and they can't vote him off, and it's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is like, you know, if we're going to have twists, which basically make a person immune for like n rounds until mm. they eventually go to a tribal council, <laughs> and like everyone has to like know it and like sit in that kind of like, I guess this is an interesting you know outcome of that, where you have just one person that everybody despises and you have to sit there. It's it's like somebody having immunity for a round, but that round lasting like ten days. Yeah, it's is awesome i don't know why you thought like oh i should put uh palm fronds on my tribe mates that's a good idea but i'm yeah. glad he thought that way yeah um yeah no there's a lot of uh a lot of decisions during this episode were uh uh perplexing to say the least i will say that yeah um but yeah uh you know I think uh, Ellie kind of had a bit of a, a bounce back episode here where she uh, didn't say anything uh, particularly confusing or delusional. Um, and that ended up being reserved at the end for, uh, for Lindsay. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, yeah, we have. Uh, I, I think that's only because she didn't really get the airtime today for her to have the ability real. to say it. Yeah, the way, I feel like the the editing this season is very odd. I don't know if you guys have noticed this too, where it feels like every episode they're focusing on like five people, mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of like scenes and a lot of like camp scenes and stuff that we're getting and like mm-hmm. conversations. But as far as like people like leading the storytelling, it's very kind of top heavy. Yeah, I think uh, there's no better example of that than last episode when uh, it seems half the internet realized Cassidy was on the show, which yeah. is fair. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely know what you're saying. They've, they've definitely uh, picked the people you want to highlight, um, which is too bad. Like, we didn't get any Owen at all in this episode, which I like Owen. So, like, you know, I wanted to hear what where he's at. Um, mm-hmm. In the previews, it seems like he might have more to do in the next episode, so maybe they're just saving it for that. But, uh, yeah, very weird editing. I think they yeah. also have to take advantage of um, still bad on the tribe names on Blue Tribe, like not really having okay. a whole lot of airtime uh, yeah. going into going into this episode also, other than other than Carla, who seems to be um, the uh, the edit queen so far. Yeah. Um, you know, we might be getting like the uh, either the the winner or the or kind of like the final uh, person that's going to be getting out that it has a real shot to win it type mm-hmm. thing. Or they'll trigger us like with Shen and be like, oh, they're just like a middle merge boot. It's like, huh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's pretty clear at this point that Carl is at least going to be a major, you know, figure in the season, uh, mm-hmm. whether she's the winner or not. Um, but yeah. Could no. have... Oh, go ahead then. No, go, go ahead. I was going to say, we could have the twist last year where, like, we just keep getting edits once a week of who we think is going to win, and then it just ends up being that person voted out like yeah. we did last season. Mm hmm. Well, that's usually, yeah, that's usually what you get when you have like kind of an out of nowhere uh, woman who wins. But uh, if we keep on the the path we're getting, the final uh, the final twelve is or the final uh, nine. Right? It's nine nine. Yeah, final mm-hmm. nine will be ten. So <laughs> I don't think that'll uh, end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it's interesting. Talking about Cassie too. Uh, Cassie finally went to a tribal council and still uh, basically <laughs> barely on the episode um, something that I brought up uh, when we were talking about the premiere with regard to Cassidy was like her like the confessional or two that they focused on for her in the premiere uh, was like really good setup for like explaining an under the radar game like an under the radar social game which is something that the show has historically struggled with and yeah. I was like you know potentially like you know cautiously optimistic that they might actually uh, have figured out how to edit that uh, archetype correctly uh but nope yeah they, uh, they went they went straight to just completely uh, ignoring her except for a couple of key scenes here and there right after those uh confessionals set her up so mm-hmm. yep yeah so i mean other than that um not much more to say from the pre-challenge um no, be nice um, to Gabler. He was just trying to help. He was just trying to yeah, provide warmth. Yeah. It's so mean. Mm-hmm. He's, it's a it's a very good example of, uh, you know, he's he's obviously a very smart in a specialized area, but is oh. like example of like intelligence, not necessarily like if you're intelligent in one area, you're not necessarily intelligent in all areas, and he certainly doesn't seem to be socially intelligent at all. Um, 
it reminds me it reminded me of that meme of like uh, when you sleep over your friend's house and he doesn't give you blankets and you just start using like random objects. oh man that would be so good i can almost yeah tweet that right now that'll pop on twitter i can i can almost i can almost guarantee that i would feel warmer with with the palm tree on me it's just it's just natural i i think maybe yes but like if i was asleep and i felt like someone putting a palm thing on me, I'd be like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Like, Gabler. I mean, he's like, he's like, there's no ants. Yeah, there's no ants. As if you could tell in the dark. Also, like, how do you know? Yeah, there's no ants. That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like it, it's just, it's, a, it's annoying. It rustles. So, like, you, you literally, like, twitch and it's functioning. Yeah, right in your ear. It's like there's a lot of issues with it for sure, um, and uh, they're pretty much explicitly telling you do not put the palm fronds on us as you're doing it several times, and then you're like, oh, you, do you not want the palm fronds? Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, I said it three times already. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Gabler, awesome, unaware king. Yeah, oh, uh, again. The you know the real kicker for the tribe is like you know if, if you're if you need it to be summed up for you, Sammy who is is 19 years old and still needs his mom to drive him around is is like five. <laughs> At least he was nice enough to accept it. Mm-hmm. Ellie wanted no part of it. He was, yeah, he's the one with like enough social grace to be like, ah, oh, thanks, man. Well, inside being like, what the hell. <laughs> Yeah. And just he keep shit behind his back. Yeah. yeah, which is what you should do on Survivor. So credit to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We got we got something we don't usually get now on uh, modern seasons of uh, of Survivor, which is a uh, pre-merge uh, individual or a pre-merge uh, separate reward challenge. Usually the, uh, especially in these recent seasons, what they've been doing is having these uh, these twists, the, these like send them off to Shiprock Island twists fill in the reward challenge kind of time slot uh, and then doing a combined reward immunity. But we just, uh, no twists really this episode. Uh, just like the, the good old fashioned, uh, good old fashioned pirates, pirates mm-hmm. steal and plunder. Yep. I, you know, uh, I, it made me miss Sandra in, in Pearl Island stealing from uh, the, the Morgan tribe. Morgan, so, yep. yeah. Um, wow. So this challenge was weird to me. This is like 90% of the challenge is just one person. Yeah. And then like, okay, the three of you just throw uh, little bags onto the platforms. Uh, yeah. it's very weird setup for a challenge. Like, why not have someone knock it off? Someone else do the cute, the, you know, walking block thing. And then maybe the last two do the uh, throw the bags. I, I, I don't know what you guys thought of that. Yeah, I, I do think it was nice to kind of get back to an old school, uh, like an old school uh, way that the episodes formed uh, with having the, the reward and then uh, obviously going into immunity after. Uh, I agree. The challenge is kind of weak, though. Um, I feel like it was also kind of like I kind of like a blink and it's over type thing. Uh, and then I was also a little confused on afterwards of how much um, they were actually able to steal uh but yeah like i i prefer i prefer this template 
of having of having reward and then and then uh and then uh, immunity after so i liked it i just wish the like you said the challenge was a little bit stronger uh i'm almost at the point now where like i said you blink it's 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 over like i can't even remember what happened for the most part other than who won mm-hmm. yeah and it was kind of a runaway for most mm-hmm. of it. it didn't really seem like the other two drives really were kind of super in it for most of it so it didn't it didn't really feel like it was like a down to the wire thing like the immunity challenge kind of was to a degree um obviously with the other drama that we'll get to but um yeah uh definitely uh it's good that um the uh, baka tribe correct got to the uh i got a win is that was it is baka oh, sorry. baka's the yellow tribe uh, baka is yellow is red yeah Vessi. Oh, I, um... I nod with whatever. I, uh, I didn't sure. know Coco was. I knew Coco Coco's was blue. blue yeah. yeah. That's okay. why I get the blue behind me because they lost this one. Mm. But uh, yeah, um, good for them. They needed this very mm-hmm. badly. Uh, I can't imagine how low their morale was after two straight tribe councils. And in that, it's probably what, four days now with the current format, maybe three. Yeah. Um, where they just don't have flints. They didn't keep their fire going for this whole time. It's probably pretty miserable on that beach. Yeah. And definitely, uh, I guess, you know, they were rewarded to a degree for voting out NECA, uh, given that they won both uh, challenges. They came in first in both challenges. So, you know, whether, whether or not it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, results oriented thinking or whatever, but uh, definitely seemed like, that uh, that vote out wasn't in vain for the people who struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess we can move on to this, the the pillaging. They had to pick somebody to go pillage an item. And uh, what are, what are you guys' thoughts here on like the strategy here? Of, like, <laughs> do you want to uh, emotionally and physically cripple the other team? Uh, and you know, potentially piss off five to six other people permanently for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Ju- I would have just tried to sell it um, as much as possible, being like, "Hey, we just picked this. We we drew randomly. I'm gonna take whatever." I I do think it was smart to go after the machete first, and then so you because he ended up getting uh, way more than he came for. Obviously, mm-hmm. the with the the food, he got the the limes, and he got the fishing kit. What was the root? Is that like? Sweet potato, I think he said. I'm so so like covered in dirt. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't tell. Uh, so that was I mean that uh, was that was a great move for him. I don't I don't know. I also think now we're at the point uh, with what happens in the rest of the episode. I, I don't even think that that'll even come back at all uh, mm-hmm. further in the game. That like hey, you came in and took our fishing gear, uh, and that's what I mean too. I was a little confused on how much he could take when he first went in there. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was one item because then he left with like three different things technically so yeah i i i I do like the dynamic of that it could affect you later on but i think it's i think it's still too early for for it to matter really yeah i definitely think that uh you probably shouldn't take the machete just on principle of like one you don't know if there's going to be a swap there's probably not we know now but like you don't know um and you could end up on that beach without a machete um and then you like you said Ben make everyone mad um I do think if he had gone there and said like okay I just want the fishing gear that's all he would have gotten so I think like he was only supposed to take one thing but it was like well 
he's not taking it technically. They're giving him all this other stuff. So I think that's kind of mm-hmm. like the producers are like, this is this is good. This is like good content. Oh. We're not going to step in here because they're doing their own thing, you know? So kudos to him. If that was his plan from the beginning, like he said it was, uh, to like subtly manipulate them. And then still when he leaves, they're like pretty happy because they didn't lose the machete. I like. I did like Carla at the end, being like, "Wait a minute, what just happened?" Yeah, and he left with way more than he came <laughs> he f- for. He finessed and them so hard. They were all. They were all like, "Oh yeah, you're right. He did." <laughs> oh man! Yeah, watch out for those salespeople. He told us in the first episode, "You can't trust salespeople." Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not he's, wrong. Yeah, he's living up to it. Yeah, but he really meant is he can't. You can't trust me. Yeah, he's he's being little finger. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is great. Cody, uh, Cody's great. Really enjoying him on the show. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to say, I think that, uh, just as a side, uh, I do think that Jeff did a, a an interview pre the, sh- the show filming where mm-hmm. he explicitly said that the season wasn't going to have a swap. So I think the information was technically out there for the players to come in and know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why that happened. Uh, it seems no, stupid to me. Bad. Yeah. You don't want um, that. But, uh, yeah, so I do think that they, at the very least, are operating under the, the knowledge or the assumption that there's not going to be a swap. Uh, so I don't It's just, I it's so funny that, like, we went through, like, era, like early Survivor, no swaps, and, like, the added it as a twist. And then, like, mm-hmm. we got to, like, a mid-era where there's, like, we're going to swap them. We're going to divide them into three tribes. We're going to mm-hmm. like, bring them back for another swap. And now we're back to the no swap. Like, we've come full circle on survivor and maybe they're not swapping intentionally to set it up for whatever season they do do a swap to actually get the cat to be like surprised by it so you think they'll merge at 12 13 is what they've been doing or 13 recently? yeah well, 13. it's been it depends it depends whether you count the, the vote that they don't consider be, to be part of the merge, That's the stupid. merge. Yeah. yeah i yeah. i, I do if they're all on one beach to me and they're all yeah. voting i like, agree but, you know, Jeff, Jeff would semantically disagree. Lydia made the merge. Damn it. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Um, Lydia, she had a very uh, funny tweet last week where she's like, wait, do I have to tweet about Survivor every Wednesday for the rest of my life? Lydia Chlamydia is still, yeah. still killing it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a, yeah, I think they like the, the three tribes all merging together without a swap. And like the kind of chaos that brings. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's not bad for sure. It's a, it's a good yeah. way to do it for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely prefer like because like I prefer that than people getting swap screwed. Like I, I like swaps can be fun, but like there there's like too many historical instances of people getting swap screwed and like they're not really making a great story. Um, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, there's so many people through the history of survivor it's like what if you know all the way back you know to survivor africa what you know what if um there's no swap does brand potentially run it down because they were kind of you know or uh, sorry just sam buru run it down they were kind of i think in the you know uh-huh. if i had to pick at that moment who is the better tribe uh, in terms of physical strength i would have said them so it really changed the game there and then you get so many people who have been screwed through the years and then also saved through the years like 
Spencer on second chance, he's drawing completely dead and gets com- so saved by a swap. And yeah, he finishes and tied for second, but like way better than, you know, whatever it would have mm-hmm. been 17th yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, I guess, um, you know, uh, from my perspective, I, I, I like the like, idea of like oh i'm gonna threaten you i'm, I'm gonna like uh, kind of occasionally threaten you oh you know i feel like i'm gonna take the machete um and then they're like no please we'll give you anything yeah. here <laughs> take our fishing set take all of our food take our firstborn child just don't take the machete <laughs> oh, take man. Lindsay. take Lindsay. yeah <laughs> I like, what did you guys think of their uh shelter of being on the beach is that good should you sleep on the beach it depends on the, the types of critters yeah. afoot. Let's say that normally the worry is that like the other uh, the animals and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I would definitely feel more comfortable sleeping on the beach, absolutely. Yeah, than in the woods for sure. Mm-hmm. But like I would, I would at least want to be up off the ground personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe mm-hmm. it seemed like they had a nice setup with what they had. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh I think like barely like kind of on the line between the beach and the jungles probably like the play mm-hmm. yeah. no water coming up and then yeah yeah no like uh no all-stars coffin the blood yeah. kill you you, yeah. <laughs> you want to be off the ground but at the very least you don't want to be below the ground is is the mm-hmm. what we learned in survivor all-stars <laughs> um never forget mm-hmm um yeah um i guess what what um before the immunity challenge uh like there there wasn't like a a ton of uh of other stuff to go through really i don't even i really don't think there was a whole i i still think it was a it was a another like good passable episode uh i just don't there really wasn't a whole lot up until the final like 15 20 minutes yeah at least not really not like gameplay wise other than the plundering we just talked about I felt like a lot of marking time, kind of like setting up things that are going to happen down the road and mm-hmm. situations. Because they, yeah. we, we didn't even really get like, even with the the time we were getting with uh, Coco, um, and like the buildup of like uh, Geo being kind of thinking that he's running the show. I think it's just between that and us not having the time with them really before this. There's just like there were there was yeah there really was like nothing else uh, other than the uh, the the theft and Gabler. Uh, putting the palm trees on people to kind of go off of like i said still another still another like solid episode um but just uh, not a whole lot of wackiness like we were getting last week mm-hmm. yeah so i guess we can talk about the media challenge yeah um first thing i want to say real real poorly designed immunity challenge in my opinion. <laughs> well i was about to say like these types of puzzles i'm not good at them at all i don't have like the spatial reasoning skills for these types of puzzles so um but i know you're much better at puzzles than i am or is this like an easy version of this or difficult what, what do you think i mean i it's hard to tell because you're not like physically moving the pieces yourself mm. but like i in like also they kind of showed the solution beforehand so it's kind of spoiled so i didn't really get That's a chance true. to like yeah. solve it myself 
but it, it definitely looked like it shouldn't have been as like because obviously the, the point is it looks hard or it looks easy because it's only four pieces but it's actually hard but mm -hmm. it didn't look like it should have been as hard as it was uh but maybe like the, the size of the pieces plays a, a role where you can't really get like a as as like wide of a, a view of what you're working with with uh as like we can at home because we have like a wide shot with the mm -hmm. camera you know floating in the sky um so maybe that's kind of plays uh, a factor into it uh, but yeah i don't know the big issue i have with the challenge is like you know we we kind of like yada yada over the fact that they do like the we're gonna draw for spots situation in a lot of challenges uh yeah. and usually it's kind of like doesn't matter yeah because you know unless it's like a very long endurance challenge post merge and like there's sudden wind at play and there's like mm -hmm. kind of separate uh areas where it's slightly better like it usually has no bearing at all in the challenge uh in this the, the team in the middle is an enormous advantage and i don't yeah. know i don't know why they didn't kind of think that through mm. uh, being able to so easily see both of the other teams solving the puzzle when it's so easy to cheat yeah. although the team in the middle was the one that blew the biggest lead right and almost lost and came in second too true i, I guess yeah yeah but well yeah we'll, we'll obviously get but to the, the the helping but like i don't know it, it's it feels like I feel like even if they weren't, uh, you know, helped, right? All you have to do is like have one person like hyper focused on the puzzle, and mm -hmm. another person like kind of helping and also keeping an eye on the other team. And like as a tribe in the middle, whichever of the outer tribes finishes first, you have the advantage of cheating off of them and being able to just like copy it. Because it's a four-piece puzzle. It's, like, very easy to quickly look at it. Like, mm -hmm. even if they knock it down quickly, it's very easy to look at it quickly and yeah. get at least, like, two of the pieces, which is going to give you an enormous advantage. So, yeah. Or, I like, the other two people who weren't involved in the puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Just like, yeah, yeah, you watch that tribe, I'll watch this tribe, you two try yeah. to figure it out, and, like, we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. It, feel, it feels like it felt very poorly uh, thought out. I think it was... It's, almost impossible for the tribe in the middle to lose unless they just kind of throw. So. Right. Um, so what do you guys think of the, the helping? Oh, I, 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 I was fine with it. Um, I expect especially to taking down a, uh, I, I think the superior team, uh, and, mm. and Coco who obviously hasn't, hasn't, hasn't had to go to tribal yet. Uh, you're kind of, uh, for, um, red is red team, uh, uh, Baku, Baka, Bestie. Uh, um, for them to to take the fishing gear and the uh and the uh and the food as well as also being able to take their flint uh, afterwards and knock them out. I, I think I think that's a, a win win for them. Um, but then obviously uh, I think just for for um for yellow you're doing uh i, I gotta I, I gotta like study these names before um uh, so, yeah, you're just looking fine. you're yeah. you're just looking uh uh like i said to just keep the numbers down because they're down to four or five now five yeah five for yellow so, four for red and all six well now five and, and uh and red you're just obviously you you need to win so i'm fine with it um it's uh i, I think like for me personally too i was probably rooting for for blue to lose just or coco to lose just so we can um get the screen time with them which will paid off uh 
tenfold. So uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Absolutely, I can see being pissed about if you're on their team about yeah. that, uh, especially with what Ben's saying of uh, the team in the middle um, uh, definitely having the advantage. Uh, so I, I get it both ways, but as a viewer, yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I think it just created more conflict, which was nice. And hopefully, I feel like that's definitely going to be something that creates more conflict down the road, maybe than it would be with the stealing of the fishing equipment and all that. Absolutely, yeah, I 100 yeah. agree. Um, uh, anything that creates conflict and drama is like is going to be good for me. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I agree. I think this is this is kind of like what I'm not. So this is kind of like a setup episode for the future mm-hmm. uh, where we're probably going to get one, maybe two more rounds before a merge. So we're like really kind of setting up for a merge now. So this is going to be really fresh in people's minds when we get to that merge of like, oh, these two tribes work together mm-hmm. uh, against this third tribe, uh, like very blatantly. So like I, I assume that that will at least like be brought up, if not like play a role in the strategy at the merge. Because um, they yeah. were they were they were visibly upset too, so it's not like it was okay. Yeah, this is this is like this was very this was so dumb for me in my opinion. This was huge cope. They were so far behind, uh, <laughs> like they're lucky they were even in that challenge to begin with. Like yeah. the, this idea of like oh they didn't earn it, yeah you know, they got handed the win. It's like it took you like a solid five extra minutes to do the first puzzle, and you're like talking over here like you guys were like so far out in the lead or something. No, it was like it was at best a tie. <laughs> like like you probably were going to lose a challenge regardless mm. so like i don't know this list they they were the the fact that they were acting like they had their win stolen from them is like it, it seemed like cope to me <laughs> agreed i also would just wonder if they come off to especially like seeing that if they come off to the other tribes uh it's like like they think that they're the superior tribe especially now having all the people things like that so i, I like it knock, knock down the the power and start balancing things out yeah i agree um yeah but i like how you put that it seemed like cope it did it did seem like cope where they were like oh if we if we didn't have that happen we would have won we're like "Mm, we watched we watched you guys put this together before yeah like come on (laughs) that's 100 percent me i would have been like fuck i had had (laughs) yeah "Mm, damn it that's so close yeah, if only the if only the tribe died, and then we would have mm. won. So that's exactly. uh, one thing I do I do want to bring up, and it, it kind of continues our conversation on from last week too about the the future of uh, Survivor. Is but when I was watching this challenge, because like I said, the, these challenges are really they're not like they're really not. Uh, you don't really get that into it. It's more so you're just waiting to see who wins rather than actually appreciating what's going on. Mm. And uh, I was like studying Jeff, and I was like, wow, Jeff looks really old. Uh-huh. Uh, especially like in this challenge where the sun was able, like, wow, Jeff, Jeff is, Jeff is really aged, especially because the most recent seasons I've watched have been newer seasons. Uh, and so I got to like, uh, like thinking to myself of, uh, cause we talked about last week about like the future survivor and them having to adapt and all that. And I feel like it's almost for me, I feel like it, it, it almost has to turn over in host at some point, if they're going to eventually keep going. Um, and I was curious of what your guys' opinion is of who would be a good former player to take over hosting for Jeff. I ha- I have mine. I'll I'll I'll, I'll hear your yeah. guys' first. I, I I can think of a few. So if Ben, you have one off the and, top, and, and yeah. also like your take too. Do you think that Jeff will would ever step down? Well, I mean, 
He's like 62-ish now. That old? Wow. Yeah. He was 40 in Borneo in the first season. I mean, he's a very handsome man, so it didn't show that he was 40 back then. And obviously, he's like kept it tight, you know, worked out and probably gotten work done uh, over the years to keep those dimples. But, uh, you know, he, he is getting old. And I, I did think about that this episode, too. It's so funny that you say that. Where it's like, how long is Jeff going to do this for? Like, how... Does he is he like Tom Brady? Is he gonna die on that island? Like Tom Brady's gonna die on the field? Who knows? Yeah, I was I thought I thought a similar thing when uh, when Coco finished their first puzzle, they had to call him like three times. He was like, oh, like oh, oh, wait, yeah. hold on, oh, you're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like, think yeah, that through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah Jeff, we didn't really think about. We didn't think of somebody who could be this far behind. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, Ben, uh, do you have someone? Yeah, I mean, a lot of names have, like, been thrown around when this topic comes up. I think that, like, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say Parvati. Yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. Parvati would probably be the best. Yep. I think I think it will be Boston Rob. Um, yeah. But I, I would say Parvati, Sandra, Sari, um It's probably, it's probably the big four that I could see. Realistically, taking over Cochran, maybe if you want to. I don't think to. Cochran would do it. No, he has a writing career uh, yeah. that he's worried about. I think, um, like, obviously, you have Boston Rob is like the all time favorite of Jeff. Um, Kobe Donaldson, maybe also. I mean, he hosted a show in a very similar fashion uh, with the, uh, what was that called? Top Shot. Was, Top Shot, right? There's Top Shot in the History Channel is a. It's a gunslinging reality TV game. And he, he definitely modeled his hosting off of Jeff from the few episodes I saw of that. Um, but, like, I think, you know, Parv would just be great. She's an awesome, you know, um, host. We've seen it on various hosting gigs that she's done. I'd like Sari as, like, the, the epitome of, you know, the person who got off the couch and then, became an iconic survivor that that'd be great um sandra's obviously the queen that'd be awesome um and then yeah like i said rob would uh i think he'd do a good job too and i and he also i feel like has been kind of sticking around i think he hosts that celebrity renovation show now that he was like on as a celebrity last season so he's definitely like still in with cbs very well yeah, I think Andrea also is a dark horse. But Andrea could be that, good for sure. Yeah, I don't know if that's like, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Dylan, what's your person? So I I I agree with uh, Parvi. So it seems like that's kind of like the one that we yeah. all were. If we're, Parv you know, got yeah. the job, I don't think anyone would be upset. Like any also, like Survivor fan. I also feel like if if we were to switch over, it's almost like a lock that it has to be either a woman or a person of color. I don't think they'll go mm-hmm. back to another just. Unless it's Boston Rob, just another stereotypical uh, white guy, right? Um, uh, I would say my my dream would my dream would be Penner, just because I'm, uh. I'm a, a big fan. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I, I, my knowledge of of him now. I don't think that he would do it. Uh, mm. Another one that I thought would be really really good, and he actually hosts the show. Also, would have been it would be Wendell. Um, oh and yeah, I, Wendell would be really good. I think I think Wendell would also be a pretty good. Um, like kind of uh, he he could give off the same vibes of of Jeff will also bring in his own new thing because they both have like that same sense of humor, mm-hmm. um, and I think they he also just really appreciates the game, 
Um, uh, I, I, I also thought of like back in, like I was like, oh, maybe Malcolm. Um, and then like the obvious Malcolm ones. Malcolm could Boston, be a good one. Austin yeah. Ross. I think Malcolm just because he's younger. Um, but my top was, was Parvey and, and Wendell. Mm. Um, so I, that was. Survivor owes Wendell for how dirty the edited him in Winners at War. That was yeah. so rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did not need to do that. I do. Uh, he complained about storyline. Yeah. It really, it really did, and I really just built him in as like this. The, he was the, just this piece of shit that broke up with, uh, with Michelle. It was yeah. like it, I really felt bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do like the. I guess the logistics of it too is like it, it's and it's much different now than it was back then because seemingly they're never going back to um, doing live, uh, live uh, announcing of winners. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that it just seems like they're not going back to that. I'd be really surprised if they do that again uh, this year. And then also, I guess, like, so now Jeff basically has built his own, like, compound uh, in, in Fiji. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, you figure you're there three months out of the year. He, can brings, he brings his family. He, I'm sure he has his own house. He probably has more than enough amenities there. So I guess I do wonder if it's something that he would ever, ever give up. Um, yeah. But, I yeah. can see him maybe taking, a, you know, like, he's there, but he's just, like, a producer and let someone mm-hmm. else do the day-to-day grind of hosting um but i mean hey i don't think survivor's going anywhere i think because of all the stuff you just mentioned uh it's in fiji it's back to back it's uh they're not really breaking the budget for their challenges as we've seen um and then it's still only a million dollars like i know oh only a million dollars is life-changing amount of money but like it was a million dollars 22 years ago also. So it's less Mm -hmm. money now. And, uh, it's just like a very consistent show. Like, yeah, it goes down in ratings, but like everything on TV is going down and it's not like dropping in a way that's like different from the general, like how people are watching live TV these days. And it, it did get that resurgence from COVID too, with people like me, yeah, of people that were diving into it. So, I, and that probably honestly extended its life, uh, its a uh, lifetime, a little bit. So, but that's that's funny that you thought that. There's something about Jeff this episode. I was like, I I don't even think it was necessarily his um his demeanor or anything like that. It seemed like he didn't want to be there. It was just like I was like, wow, this guy is he's getting he's getting he's up get, there in he's age. Getting up there, yeah. It's sad, but you know, all good things, right? Yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, I think I think he'll be through at least fifty through season fifty. Mm-hmm. I think that like there's, I think there's an outside chance that he might uh, call it after fifty. Uh, but I know people have said, you know, he's people said that he might call it after forty, and he didn't. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I think That's... forty re-energized him a lot with all, having all the winners out there. Yeah. I was gonna say that awesome. that's a that's a great point too. If he didn't if he didn't retire at forty, then he's definitely gonna retire at like at like forty four. Yeah, you'd think he'd like he's wanna... gonna go for the monumental uh, quarter century or half century. Yeah, that makes sense. Fifty, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. They, they're definitely gonna do something big for fifty. You have to. <laughs> but what if uh, before the season Jeff announces this will be his last season and then. The fifty is like a big legend season, and they're, they're like, "All right, winner the winner hosts. of fifty it becomes a new host of Survivor." You that win. That... You win the the hosting gig. That would be that'd be something. That'd be very interesting. That'd be awesome. It's like this is like five million dollar, you know, ten year contract to be the host of Survivor going forward. Yeah. It's yeah. 
Something about it is almost very like dystopian, like though. I don't know, <laughs> just like to hear that out loud. <laughs> I got It's like I don't know. It's like even like it's like Willy Wonka. It's it's like it's, there's like no. It's just there has to be something nefarious behind it. Oh man, I love, I right. love that. Also, yeah, maybe, maybe they're just who are we kidding? They're just gonna hire Mr. Beast to be the fucking host of Survivor. Oh man. Uh, I, okay. I, so do you want to do you want to give like. Uh, the, who the least egregious host that isn't a previous Survivor contestant would be then? That, so yeah. Everyone just assumes it's going to be a previous Survivor contestant. Yeah. I think it would, it would be wild to bring someone completely from the outside. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would be pretty wild. <laughs> I, I think his hosting days are, are over. He, 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 he couldn't get through hosting Fear Factor without being yeah. drunk on most episodes. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan would be wild because you'd get some wild content out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Of him, like, of him, like, trying to give players, like, ayahuasca and shit, like, for reward. That that would be something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, you know, if we're going to commit, they should just put Bill Burr out there. I'd love to see him interact with crazy people from all over the country. Um, I don't know, because, like, the, the person who I always, you know, would go to other than Jeff was the person who he was competing against way back with just Phil from Amazing mm-hmm. Race. But Phil, I think, obviously, he's also older, so they probably wouldn't bring him on to that. Um, I w- This is kind of outside of the box, and I don't know if she would do it, but Arissa Cox would be a great host. She's, like, the best. She's so enthusiastic about bb canada and she's gone and hosted you know preview shows for et canada or whatever it is uh in the past with survivors so i maybe she's a dark horse that could like come out of nowhere and and host survivor i would be down for that because she's great yeah, I mean, you're not going to get any, any anti-Arissa sentiments from me. I love Arissa, so but I don't. I think I don't maybe know she'd her. be the least egregious non-like castaway, like yeah, I don't, person I don't, who I, don't I think know. would be good for it. I guess Phil Kogan is is a, is a Kiwi. I was going to say I don't know how likely it is that they'll have a Canadian host for an American show, but I guess mm. that's uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility for because of because uh, of Phil. Um, I don't know if Survivor filming would interrupt though with. BB can probably not. I don't think because mm-hmm. BB can usually ends around when uh, Survivor would start filming. So yeah, I, I also don't know if she would want because she's like you know she got like a bunch of young kids. So I don't know yeah, she, she has a life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Going it, it to Fiji kind of is a little yeah a little more yeah. than the BB can hosting job. Yeah, doing like doing like three days of press is a, is a lot different than you know being away for months. When you have like you know a bunch of uh, small children, so mm-hmm. do you have uh, do you have someone in mind? Um, okay. or, or, or Dylan. me? Yeah. I guess I said um, Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, uh, I don't, which is why I never really considered it until uh, kind of you kind of memed on Mr. Beast. <laughs> like I never, I never really. I guess I just assumed it would be a survivor contestant uh see i or uh like maybe somebody from like the the fan or press community that's like really well known mm-hmm. um like i doubt it but like uh, like i wouldn't mind like I, I doubt that like somebody like a mike bloomer or gordon holmes would like end up in a position like that mm-hmm. 
I think that'd be really interesting and cool, but that's like, yeah, I think they, I think they would, they want someone who like has a name, some like juice behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think they'll probably go with uh, a contestant. Cause Mm. I also don't know how many people are going to want to like hitch their wagon to a a 25 year old franchise like that. Mm. uh, That like, you know, has an iconic host stepping down and it's like, you kind of have a big fuse to fill and you don't really want to be the guy or the girl who like comes in and like completely flops and basically ends your own career. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance we'd see, you know, a former survivor, also a member of the press, Rob C. He could, he could be a good host. Yeah. I don't know if he would do it. Yeah. Probably either. not. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cause I thought about him too. I don't, I don't know if he'd be good at it. Honestly, he has a pretty I, good Jeff impression. Uh, you know, <laughs> he just does that the whole time. I think that he would be, I think he would be as good as most uh, previous Survivor players, which is kind of the pool that we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Um, he also deals with every crazy reality star that comes off of one of these shows with his podcast, so yeah. I don't think it would be too much for him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely like considered when we were saying before, I, was, I considered uh, mentioning him as well, but I just, I, I don't think he would ever do it. Yeah. Um, why, why would he, like, he's got why, a good yeah. setup right now where he gets yeah. to just work at his house and have a podcast empire. Like mm-hmm. why would he go through the trouble? But, uh, yeah, we should probably get back to the, to the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was our, our week, our weekly sidetrack. I mean, oh, yeah. to, to be fair, the, the rest of the episode kind of like, you know, we could probably go through it in like three minutes. It's not much. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, all right, if you go on Survivor, yes, it's going to be stressful. But like at a certain point, you got to you gotta control yourself. You got to just be like, okay, I'm being honest with these people. I need to hope they're being honest with me and just yep. go for it. Because, wow, Lindsay, that yeah. was awful. That was so yep. bad. All all time all time panic because it wasn't even like I mean, there is like a dynamic at the end of the vote that I, we can discuss that I'm, I'm a little confused about but um uh yeah because I, I I have Geo in my in my survivor pool so I was I was feeling not great um especially because uh once uh, once the, once uh, Geo and Ryan talked to um talked to Carla and mm. uh, um James and James. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was a lock and then I, I didn't think James was going to immediately flip um, but then he did or like I guess he didn't even flip but I he I, he was very clearly going with the other vote and then yeah just a just an all-time like self-destruct like you can't act like that before your very very first vote um, yeah. I do wonder if it's maybe like it's the age thing which is like um, with these contestants in these newer seasons I, like, I feel like there's it's always like the older the older people that somehow their game slips up like rather early yeah i thought I, that was what was going on at first uh but then in her confessional she was like you know i'm the the strongest smartest most uh socially capable player on the season like obviously everyone wants to target me i was like that's not where i thought this was going at all <laughs> yeah. i didn't think it was good for james because he got him mm-hmm. a little bit oh, of yeah. camera time and he got to react to her being like you know basically being like i'm trying to save her and she is not allowing me to save her so i'm just gonna cut my losses 
Yeah, this was a phenomenal episode. Like, the, Lindsay leaving is is amazing for James. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I think it's been kind of understated uh, in how it was told because they kind of wanted to hide it a little, little bit. But like, James went from a position where he could have been fourth in a four person alliance to mm-hmm. now he's at least third, possibly second, because it seems like this kind of bonded him and Carla together, mm-hmm. and. Like, it didn't change the way that the boot order is going to go going forward, presumably. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they were just kind of removing somebody from their alliance that they didn't actually need for numbers yeah. and maintaining uh, power. And now, so James is a swing vote, and he's moved up one to two slots in his alliance, uh, and he's, like, demonstrated himself socially to the other, like, good player on his tribe. So, like, mm. phenomenal episode for James across and the And they swapped in, seemingly, Ryan for Lindsay, who Ryan, I think, is a lot more solid as a ally, mm-hmm. obviously, than Lindsay. So, yeah, you're right. It really, really all, it's all coming up James in this one. So that was, that was my question, too, was, was did Ryan just figure it out, the, the, the writing on the wall of who was going? And because I, I thought that, I thought that him and Geo were the tightest mm-hmm. alliance on that, on that tribe, even though they were only an alliance of two. Um, so I'm assuming he yeah. just he just figured definitely out what something was going on, on the cutting room floor of like yeah. them going to Ryan, uh, yeah them going to Ryan and being like listen like we need to get rid of Lindsay like she's being super weird but don't tell Geo because uh, we need Geo to vote in case like you know she has an idol and she plays yeah. the shot in the dark like we need yeah. a vote to go to Cassidy uh, to potentially tie it and then we can you know just vote uh geo out on the revote because i i honestly almost thought maybe there was a chance that geo was going to play his shot in the dark because when they when he went up to go vote they completely like cut him out of even mm-hmm. walking up there so i thought we we're going to maybe get something um so and then when that when the, the way the vote was read i mean it, ma- it makes complete sense I, I i just wasn't sure if i if i had missed something with uh ryan and the uh, other people they didn't include what mm-hmm. what you would have missed so yeah i don't know why but they're like, nah, it's fine. We don't need this. I think they wanted they wanted to make sure that it was kind of a near. I I, yeah. I, I think they wanted they cared more about surprising the audience. I think they might, you know, they could do a flashback next episode. Uh, might do just like a Possibly, small explainer, yeah. professional or something like that. So that's, I feel like that's what they've been doing is like blindsiding the audience, mm. quote unquote. Even though a lot of the votes have been kind of predictable, mm. uh, and then like kind of re-explaining. The people are like, oh, this is what you missed. This is like the you know, explanation for how this actually happened. Right. Um, but yeah, look, Lindsay's fall here, arguably one of the worst rounds of Survivor I've ever seen somebody play in like over 20 years of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I've seen like first boots play themselves out of the game more gracefully. Um, and this was not good and then like the fact that after she was voted out she didn't seem to have the self-awareness to even realize why she was voted out um just kind of like yeah i just straight up somebody not built to play survivor at all which is interesting because i i I honestly thought going into this episode that she would be like a relatively um strong player from what we like the limited things we had seen Mm, and then like you said that yeah that blow up was pretty prehistoric in terms of uh just it was it was very bad yeah, yeah. i mean you talk about like self-filling prophecy rounds where like mm-hmm. you're completely not 
even in the conversation for getting voted out and then you just have like a, a an all-time meltdown and uh basically get yourself voted out out of nowhere hmm. that would happen a lot on survivor but when it does it's something to behold yeah definitely uh yeah i guess anything else um no nope. nothing from me Another, like I said, another solid episode. A good, a good building episode good mm-hmm. to bridge us into the, the one or two before we merge. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad. I guess that uh, our tangents in this uh, podcast episode were uh, at least you know more on uh, on topic with Survivor. Yes, <laughs> yes. You can often go completely off the rails, which I, is not bad. It's fun. I do think it's it's, it's, it's a character. It's a discussion that's probably we're going to have a lot like going forward based on like whatever news comes out in terms of like where Survivor goes from here. Because like I said, I, I don't want them to get too complacent, and then like we're staring down the barrel of oh the the, the ratings are dropping because it's just the same thing each season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, the, I'm, I'm uh, once I started thinking about Jeff uh, no longer hosting, I, I got the got the mind running some fun scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's gonna, it's gonna be super interesting to see, um, and I mean it's gonna happen. I I I don't think they're gonna shut Survivor down when Jeff wants to retire, so it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah, I think at, at this point it's, a, it's definitely inevitability. Um, I, I guess the only thing that I want to say is like the preview for next week. It looks like they took they didn't do any twists this episode, so they could do all the twists next episode uh, yeah. from the preview. Uh, I don't know if Owen, if they're like loosely spoiling that Owen finds the beads mm. uh, wear advantage. That's kind of what my read was. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess we'll see how that plays out. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, if it is the last round before the merge, we kind of get some spice that uh, feeds into that. Yeah, the first uh, person to find it with uh, not all the people on the tribe, so I don't know the X out. Uh, the one person who's not there on it. Yeah, I guess go to Ponderosa and, uh, and convince Justine. <laughs> yeah, he'll bring him on his little boat and bring him over to Ponderosa and ask. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, I guess yeah, we'll see how that plays out. If that's that is what the, that is, we'll see. Uh, it seems like we're gonna get. You know, we had a little bit of a cool down on Jesse in this episode, and uh, Carla took the main focus. And it seems like we're switching back, and Jesse's mm-hmm. gonna be the primary. Focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it can only be one of those two. We're like flopping back and forth. Like, oh, it's a Jesse episode. It's a Carla episode. It's a Jesse episode. It's a Carla episode. So. Yeah. Either either way, Cody's always somehow a, a, a yeah. featured featured personality in it. Mm-hmm. Um, hundred percent. All right. Uh, yeah. If you guys have nothing else, I guess we get a shout out social media and wrap this up. Yep. Uh, DJ Clubberlang on Twitter. Follow me there. Right, I can't think of anything I'm yelling about recently. Uh, <laughs> no. The I've been actually. Ra- right? I've been rather baseball, tame. So. Yeah, I'm a little. Mean? I'm a little out on baseball. I mean, yeah. I have actually enjoyed the games I've watched, but it was actually the first innings of baseball I'd watched like all year. Um, I guess like basketball is coming back. That's my big, I'm big with that. Football yes. is whatever. I finally got my first win in my fantasy league uh, this week after going zero and five and being fourth in scoring. Oh. So that was that, yeah. that that was that was cool. Ben no, a similar so, situation in the league. Yeah. Yep. Did you win? Did you get a win finally? 
Well, no, they're, I'm in two leagues. I'm in one with Brian and I'm one without Brian. I'm one without Brian. I'm 0-5 and, and I'm in last oh. place. Right. Uh, the one that I'm in with Brian, uh, I have by far the most points for. But it's insane. By, yeah. by an enormous margin, but I'm only 3-2 and two somehow. Yeah. <laughs> with two so, 5-0 and uh, o teams in the league. Yeah, with two 5-0 and o teams. So I'm playing one of them this, uh, this upcoming week for week six. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, it, should be, it should be like the decider for me to like, uh, potentially uh, cheat my way into, I guess, still third. Uh, I, there's no way for me to even get second, uh, even if I win. So I don't know. I, I'm holding out for the playoffs at this point. I'm, I'm pretty uh, confident, at least in that one. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that team's very good. So yeah. you should very, be fine. It's like a very good team. It's just like you know, one of those. It's like you know, fantasy is, is fantasy. Sometimes you yeah. uh, you just get screwed by stupid shit. Definitely. So yeah, follow me on Twitter, DJ Clubberlang. Um, Brian and I will eventually be back with Wicked mm-hmm. Good Show uh, to Absolutely. talk. I think, I think with the uh, with schedules, I'd like to get one more in before maybe the finale of House of Dragon, and then okay, and then yeah. and then cover House of Dragon. I, we've been meaning we to can do end, more of that. Yeah, because then I, I can use it. Well, I think I maybe have mentioned it on this show before, but after House of the Dragon's over, uh, I'm going to do like an in-depth podcast on that called uh, Fire and Pod. So oh, cool. uh, be on the lookout for that. And obviously like guest roles, I'd love to have both of you on episodes to talk about that. Ben, you need to watch House of the Dragon. I know. Uh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm caught up except for this most okay. recent episode. Right, I, I, I've not seen the one that aired this past Sunday yet, mm-hmm. but I'm caught up otherwise. So One of the, one uh, of the rare shows that just gets better every single episode. Oh. So that's, yeah, so I've heard this past great. one was really good. So I gotta, I'll probably yeah. watch it. I don't know if I can watch it tomorrow, but I can probably watch it on Friday. So. Yeah, Patty Constantine should win it at me. Uh, he is amazing. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yes, Wicked Good Show. That'll, that'll be coming back sooner than later. What we should do at some point is just like sometime when we're both free, just like record a, like three hours and make like three episodes out of it. And mm-hmm. uh, But uh, eventually, eventually. Uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at the fake BMR. That's B-M-A-R-R. Um, mostly tweeting about sports um although it's kind of a dark uh sports especially football right now as a dolphins fan should have prepared myself better i I let myself get my hopes up for a good season don't do that as a dolphins fan just rookie rookie move on my part and then uh you know trying to stay active making content on uh, wicked good sports and then uh looking at everything have a new video there um it is not that new now but like newish for that channel uh, about all the various sport cheating scandals that are happening and uh please please subscribe to this channel we only need two more to get that custom url that'd be very nice i don't want to i don't want to make fake accounts to to get to the hundred i want to do it legit um and then if you're in for some scary stories uh on the main channel we have this thing called Wicked October that we did for a few years. I might film one again this October. We'll see. But, uh, you know, they're just, like, funny, scary stories um, about, like, urban legends and stuff. So nothing, like, too serious. Uh, just, like, silly things like Mothman and Sea Serpents and the Dover Demon and all that stuff. So I've been uploading those to our TikTok at uh, Wicked Get Everything as well. And they've been doing very well got like 20 followers in the last few days from those so yeah uh that's all i got man 
Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ben Sharon. I think everybody shouted most everything else uh, out. Um, and for me, uh, not really. You don't have to follow anything, but uh, go on Netflix and please watch the Mole reboot. Uh, I uh, have caught up now on the five episodes that are released. Uh, I think Friday there's going to be three episodes that get released uh, as well, and then the finale is the following Friday. Nice. Um, so. Yeah, I am a OG fan of the original series of the Mole. Uh, like one of the like, one of my all-time favorite reality shows. I remember fondly watching it as a child live. Uh, I still have memories of that. Uh, and uh, when I heard that it was being rebooted, uh, it was uh, you know a really uh, exciting time for me. And my biggest fear is that it's it's really good and nobody watches it and it doesn't get renewed for a second season. Uh, so please, if you're a reality TV fan, uh, go watch The Mole on Netflix. Uh, uh, so far, it's living up to my uh, expectations. I, I didn't I didn't have extreme expectations because like you know obviously there's a, uh, some nostalgia bias. Uh, yeah. Although I have rewatched the original Mole seasons and they do hold up. Uh, but it's like it's very good. It's it's it, it basically uh, states the exact same uh, uh, you know it, it scratches the same image that the original series did mm. for me. It's uh, it's very faithful. Uh, the host Alex Wagner is really good. Uh, she kind of threads the needle really good of uh, fun but serious. Mm. Uh, like the vibes are basically the same. Uh, yeah, it's just a very fun show. If you're into like escape room stuff or like puzzle stuff or like any kind of challenge like uh mental challenges physical challenges if you're into social strategy it's like one of the more complicated social strategy games uh so yeah please 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 i really do not want the show to be super good and not get renewed for a second season because nobody watched it and while we're talking about old uh reality shows should be renewed someone bring solitary back i've underrated oh God. i think it was so good and it's so cheap to make like There's, come on <laughs> that that, sh- that show would get lost suited at the wazoo if it was run uh today <laughs> i don't know how that didn't get lost suited at the wazoo when it ran on the fox reality channel in like <laughs> 2007 or 2006 whenever it ran mm-hmm. um i yeah, loved it uh, I don't yeah. know what that says about me, but I thought it was a great reality show. It, it's 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 like the perfect sadistic reality show. Uh, so I, for Dylan, I think I don't know if Dylan knows what Solitary is, um, or the viewers at home. Uh, Solitary was a uh, show that ran on the Fox Reality Channel, which is a, a short-lived uh, channel that uh, only had reality shows on it uh, for uh, in the kind of early two thousands. Uh, and what their what the premise was was they put nine people into solitary confinement cells. They stripped them of their identity and gave them numbers, and they made them do mentally and physically excruciating tasks. Uh, with basically the uh, the outcome being determined over who quits last. Are you, are you sure you weren't just getting like the live feed of like Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> It, it, yeah. It's like it, it's like a, a step below black sites, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was um, great. Yeah, no, the the, the CIA for sure uh, watched Solitary and was like, 
Oh, this is the <laughs> the Bush administration was taking notes. Like, write this down. This is yeah. perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a, a really messed up sadistic show. Uh, and I think they only, I think they made like a hundred grand from the winner. It was like a very low yeah, amount not... for what they went through. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like they, their only interaction is with a, a computer voice and a screen that just has like a, an image on it. And they have two buttons, a green button, which they use to interact with for games. And they have a red button, which is the quit button. And like literally the entire game is just like, who doesn't quit? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so. <laughs> should bring it. Back. It's on. There's. I think some of the. The. I think at least a couple of seasons are on YouTube. If you oh, de- that definitely out. on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe so, we can react to that, Ben. Maybe that would be a yeah a safe to react because we've, we've talked about reacting to old reality. No one's before. coming for us if we're yeah. reacting to that show. And also, it's a, there's this the Survivor tie-in. Uh, season two of Solitary uh, featured uh, a very random Survivor player. Uh, is it, it's like uh, Brooke J- or JP. JP, yeah. JP from Survivor Vanuatu, who was a pre-merge boot and was not really a super important character on the season. No. Somehow found his way onto uh, Solitary season two. Yeah. So, there you oh, go. man. Well, so watch them all. Uh, tell your friends to subscribe to this channel. And... George Bush, please bring back Solitary. Uh, that, I think it would be great. If not George Bush, Mr. Beast, you're towing the line on some of your challenges at this point. Just go for it and just steal the Solitary's idea. Okay, so there, there's been so many... Like It's, it's calmed down because the MCA has kind of kicked in a little bit uh, mm-hmm. you know, recently. Uh, but there was, so, there was like a huge time on Twitch where people were just reacting to old-ass reality shows. Mm. The fact that I never saw a person react to Solitary is d- disturbing to me because it's it's stu- it's like the perfect shit to watch on Twitch because it's like so... It's, it's brain-dead entertainment. Like, it's very easy to understand what's going on and consume. Mm. It's like... It's, it's probably one of, if not the most sadistic shows uh, in the history of television. It's, mm. like, it's up there. It's like top five for sure. And it's, like, easily findable and watchable online. Like, the fact that nobody, you know, nobody cracked the solitary meta on Twitch really blew me uh, blew Could me be away. us, Ben. Could be us. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash we could get everything. Which is basically right now just a permanent host for our friend Chris who streams every day. <laughs> <laughs> just every time I go to our Twitch channel, just him on it. Like good for mm-hmm. good for Chris. He stayed consistent. He succeeded where we failed in terms of constitution to, to stream. Yeah. Oh man. But I might also when Call of Duty comes out, I might grind that. At least yeah, I'm going Call of Duty. I'll play. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. And maybe some Overwatch. We'll see. Um, I'm not good at Overwatch. That's the big problem. I'm like decent enough at Call of Duty to have fun and stream. I'm. I don't think I'm that good enough at Overwatch to stream and be at all compelling. Yeah, I'm a bit burnt out in Overwatch. Uh, I, like Overwatch Two, like I'm a support main. Overwatch Two is very hostile against support uh, in the way that it's being. It's that is so, true. I played. Really fun. I played like a gross amount of Modern Warfare when it came on 2019. So I'm really Me looking too. forward to this. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Too. I feel, I feel like a high schooler again getting excited for modern warfare too. Mm-hmm. 
I would go to a midnight release, but I don't think uh, any GameStop near me is open anymore. Oh. Or does midnight releases if they are. <laughs> I remember I went, this is so off topic, we can end the show after this, but the last midnight release I went to was Fallout 4, and it was me and I brought my, my brother and his girlfriend at the time because they were, like, too young to, like, drive. Um, and then, like, five other people <laughs> there for Fallout 4. And I was like, all right, this is uh, this is probably the end of an era of my this last, type of a thing. My last uh, one was Grand Theft Auto on the PlayStation 3. It's, like, the original release. Um, and, GTA 4, uh, that one? GTA 4, or 5. 5. Oh, it's five for that. One. Well, five, yes, uh, right, yes. Um, and um, I cut in front of like a hundred and like hundred <laughs> people. Like my friend, my like it was like type of thing. Everybody pre-ordered the game, so it wasn't like yeah. they were just gonna get the game. Right. But like um, uh, my friends were like in the middle of the line, and I just did mm-hmm. the old like I I didn't look behind me for like about an hour, and I knew yeah. that people were upset about it. After that, I just stopped going to midnight releases. That's but, yeah, those, those are the good days. Yeah, I I went to. I went to like midnight releases of everything before that. I went to like uh, uh, Modern Warfare Two was a really big one. Um, I remember waiting yeah. inside the mall when it was closed for that. That was cool. Um, uh, yeah, the Bat- uh, Arkham City was, a, mm-hmm. was another big one. Yeah, those were the days, the old the old times. Yeah. Those were back love- back when back when it was uh, you didn't you didn't realize how easy you had it. Right. I love it when uh, they would like set up like LAN like. Mm-hmm. games in the store for the midnight release that was like mm-hmm. the peak of that oh well we're all old now we're all yeah. old boomers and uh just is what it is so uh please take it easy on us when we play modern warfare 2 all the gen z kids please don't uh kill us and dance over us i think yeah, i'm I pretty sick so before we before we recorded i did the human benchmark reaction test and i got like uh like 160 milliseconds or whatever so is that good uh, which was like, yeah it was, it was good it's all right, low, cool. or, or i guess it's lower than like i like the average i think was like 260 and like two, mm-hmm. 200 to 250 was like nice. a normal range so I'm, I'm like i still got it you know i still got the gamma reflexes even hanging uh, on even, even uh, as a older older guy because usually everyone's like you know uh gamers got to retire at like 24 because you know, that's where you lose your uh your reflexes but nope i'm, I'm hanging on like screw you i'm gonna pound a uh, mountain dew uh cold red and go hard when modern warfare mm-hmm. comes out get a pizza dorita whatever it'll be it'll be a mess but it'll be fun Oh, man. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. And if you like gaming, stick around for uh, for that. <laughs>